You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 23, 15 Positive Ways to Approach Auditions. Let's get started. What up, what up, what up, my people? This is Maggie Barra here. Welcome to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then hey, what's up? Thanks for joining us. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every Monday for your enjoyment. And show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com slash podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Actor Aesthetic and on Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get on to the show. I held a poll on my Instagram at Actor Aesthetic, and it was really interesting to see the results. Basically, I asked you guys, what's one thing you love about auditions? Now, the reason why I asked you that was because that past week, for whatever reason, was particularly grueling for me. I don't know about you, but um, it was hard. Things in New York are getting crazier and crazier by the minute, it seems. Like, for example, I mean, some of these studios, like Pearl Studios, Ripley Greer Studios, places that hold a bunch of auditions in New York, they don't open until a specific time. So most of them don't open until 8 o'clock. So you can't necessarily go upstairs and go to your audition. And in my case, if I get into the city pretty early in the morning... Again, I live in New Jersey, so I travel into the city, and if I'm getting into the city fairly early, I want to go and just sit. Seriously, like, I would much rather go and sit in Pearl Studios or Ripley Greer than go and sit at Dunkin' Donuts and be approached by creepy strangers, because it happens often and it's awful. Anyway, that was a tangent, but the gist of it was I was having sort of a strange week, Um, I had a lot of auditions and a couple of callbacks, but, you know, I just couldn't shake this feeling of, oh, no, another audition. And you guys know me. I'm not ever one to think that way. I always think of it as an awesome opportunity and something, you know, along the lines of a positive outlook. But I don't know. Last week was tough. So I asked you this question because I honestly was curious for myself what you guys were thinking about auditions. And I wrote, as we approach the height of audition season, it can be easy to spot the negatives with crowded holding rooms, short audition cuts, busy schedules. And yeah, that includes those crazy, crazy holding rooms where if you're not always going to appointments in the city, where you're getting an appointment through a self-submission, like you submitted your headshot and resume to a casting team, or your agent submitted you, and you're just going to open calls or EPAs or ECCs, whatever, it can get really crowded. And even if you are going to agent appointments, I had a couple this past week and the week before, you still can't escape these crazy audition studios in general. It's, it's just too hectic all the time. 
with open calls happening left and right. I know there were a couple this past week with the announcements of the non-union tours going out for SpongeBob and Escape to Margaritaville and Bandstand. So there are a bunch of open calls for that. And Disney always has open calls. Um, And then, of course, EPAs for various Broadway productions and regional theaters. The ones that tend to be super, super crowded are the ones that have open calls for full seasons at regional theaters. Regardless, my week was crazy. And I could tell that last week in general was just insane. I mean, I would go to Pearl Studios at 8 30, 9 o'clock, and still have to wait downstairs in line just to get upstairs and use the elevator. Yeah, it's been a tough audition season, I think, for everyone, but I want to discuss some of these answers that I got from you guys from the poll because I think they're really inspiring and I think they might help you as you continue on your journey as an actor. So let's just jump right into this, shall we? The first one comes from a listener and a good friend of mine who says, I always think of auditions like a game, and playing the game is so much fun. This one's really, really interesting to me because auditions are a strange thing to do where they're not quite job interviews, but they're not quite performances. They're somewhere in the middle, I think. And treating them like a game is fascinating to me. As an actor, you can interpret that however you want. When I'm going to an audition for a specific role or character, what makes things really exciting for me is to imagine someone in my life that I know of or someone that I'm close with that closely resembles this character and I like to picture myself as them walking into the room. How would they conduct themselves? How would they talk to the people behind the table? How would they walk into the room? How would they, what would their voice sound like? How would they physically present themselves? It takes the pressure off of myself, me, Maggie, as a human being in the real world and it's quite freeing to be honest. Number two comes from a follower who says that she loves the anxious feeling of auditions and that a lot of people hate it, but it's exhilarating. Yes, agreed. If I start to get into my head about auditioning and what I look like and how I compare to other people in the holding room, I can get myself really worked up. On top of the anxious feeling of just presenting yourself in front of a creative team, it can be really stressful. But at the same time, it can also be really, really fun. If you're someone who gets nervous about auditions and you don't like that anxious feeling, I challenge you to change your mindset for a hot sec. Allow yourself to get nervous. Allow yourself to feel that sort of anxiety. It's understandable. If you didn't have it, I'd be worried about you (laughs) if you were completely calm and completely feeling like you're in total control. But take that nervous energy and use it as fuel because you will find that it's exhilarating, it's freeing, it's really rewarding. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. In fact, it's actually really good for you in an audition setting. 
Number three comes from a follower and a good friend, and she says, I get to show them what sparks joy for me about my art. I particularly liked this one because, again, it's really easy to spot the negatives about auditioning and about getting up early and going to open calls and putting yourself out there day after day after day. But when you finally get a chance to go into a room and sing your favorite song or sing some material from the show, you get to show then and there without any hesitation what sparks joy for you about being an actor. Remember why you chose to do this? Remember a little you that thought that this would be a good idea to pursue acting as a career? Do you remember why you loved performing so much? You have the opportunity right now to show people in the room what you love about performing by performing with joy. It's infectious to see in an audition room and it's something that people really are attracted to and want to work with. Number four is really interesting because it came from a couple of you and the gist is that dance calls, especially when they're really fun, can feel like class and not an audition. Dance calls can basically be like a free dance class. We might be auditioning, but we get to move our bodies for 45 minutes to an hour and enjoy what it feels like to dance to music. I mean, really, that's pretty cool and very fulfilling. And it's especially cool when you get to do a dance call with someone who's really good at what they do. And it starts to feel, again, less like a dance call and more just like a fun dance class. Number five, I relate to so hard. It's Walking around New York City afterwards, actually looking halfway decent. <laughs> That's a mood. That's definitely one of my favorite things about auditions is that I get primped and pretty for the audition. My hair is looking fire and I got probably a cute lip shade on. And when I walk out of Pearl Studios, I'm feeling like a million bucks. <laughs> Unless, of course, I just dance, then I feel gross. But <laughs> love that one. And this leads me to number six, which a couple of you have responded with saying that you love the feeling of accomplishment after an audition. Isn't that just too good? Doing all of the prep beforehand, learning the song, learning the material, dancing your heart out, and then leaving. Oh, it's just so good. <laughs> Oh, it's the little things, just like getting all of that done and out of the way and just feeling accomplished with the work that you've done, especially if you've really worked tirelessly on the material. That feeling of leaving and walking out feels so nice. Number seven comes from a bunch of you meeting new people at auditions and making friends. If you are going to auditions in New York City, you are going to meet a lot of new people, especially if you're going to a bunch of auditions and you keep seeing the same people over and over again, you will start to befriend them. Yes, we're all out here just doing our best and trying to get a job, but when it comes down to it, 
we're all unique and there's a place for all of us in this industry, in my opinion. And I've actually made some really, really awesome friends at just going to auditions. Some people I would consider very good friends, which leads to number eight from a follower and friend who says that her favorite part about auditioning is building little connections with other creatives and the chance to support others. I will preach this until I die, which is it takes a village. This industry can suck sometimes because it's so competitive. It just is. The numbers show it. It is. And sometimes it feels like everyone is out to get everyone because that might be how it feels like in order to survive. But when you take that idea and you twist it and you realize how subjective everything in the industry is and how unique you are as an individual as opposed to the person sitting next to you auditioning for the same thing, you will find solace in supporting others, lifting each other up, lifting your friends up and wishing them a good audition instead of secretly wishing outside that they crack or they don't sound as good. We are all so different. We just are. Even if you think you look similar to someone You don't know what they're doing in the audition room. You don't know what choice they're making with the character or the scene that they're reading for. Something that can really behoove you in an audition setting is the energy that you are giving out into the world. And if you are out there with a positive attitude and you are doing your thing and when the time comes supporting others, I believe in karma. I believe it'll come back. I do. Number nine was a common theme I saw in your responses, and it wasn't just meeting new people and making new friends, but it was seeing old friends. I can't tell you how many times I've been to an audition in New York City and I saw someone I haven't seen for like 10 years, and it feels like we're picking things up right where we left them. Yes, Focus on your audition. Yes, don't make a huge scene in an audition holding room out of the respect of other people auditioning. But mm, it's a good feeling when I see someone that I love that I haven't seen in a while. Number 10 comes from a follower who says that she loves the chance to learn and perform new songs or sides from various shows. Now, how many of you get an email from your agent or from a creative team asking you to learn a couple of sides for an audition and you see it and you get overwhelmed immediately because it's another piece of material that you have to learn. You have to schedule out time during your day to learn it. Maybe you have to go over it with a pianist and someone has to record it for you, blah, 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 blah. You have to learn new material, new lines. But isn't this what we signed up for when you think about it? I mean, our job as actors, is to audition, is to perform. And we're going to have to learn new sides, new songs, new lines all the time for everything. So why not just take it and fully immerse yourself in it? I've found some of my favorite musicals from getting auditions for them and finally listening to the cast albums of the shows. I actually have a couple of songs in my audition book that are variations of material that I had to learn for 
different auditions or callbacks. Sometimes that's where you strike gold, where you come across material for specific auditions that you wouldn't necessarily come across any other time, and it becomes your favorite piece to audition with. And on the other hand, number 11 comes from quite a few of you on Instagram who say that the biggest thing that you love about auditions is picking your material and your outfits, etc. for that audition. Now, this is something that I typically stress over a lot. I always want to pick the perfect song for the audition, the perfect outfit. I want the creative team to see me as that role right then and there when I walk into the room. And when I first graduated, I feel like I overdid that just a tad because I wanted everything to be perfect. But over the past year or so of auditioning, I found that creative teams are smart. They know what they want. And if they see that in you, regardless of what you're wearing or singing, they will call you back. Trust in that. Trust in the process. Yes, pick a song that's appropriate for the show and for the character that shows you off well and shows off your voice well. Yes, pick an outfit that's appropriate for all of that. But also, don't stress over it so much. It should be fun, especially if it's an open call or an equity principal audition or an ECC equity course call where you can pick your own material and you're not necessarily going in for a specific role or show or character just yet. It's actually empowering when you realize how much control you have in the situation of picking what song you want to sing and wearing what you want to wear. Just do what feels good for you and let them decide what they want. This one's fun. Number 12, it comes from a follower and a good friend who says that he loves making new discoveries in the audition room. When this comes to singing something that you've sung over and over and over again for different auditions, it's so fun when you treat every audition like the first time you've ever sung that song. Because you'll be amazed what you can discover about the song, about the music. Every audition is going to be slightly different even if you're singing the same song over and over again. You might be singing with a different accompanist. You might be singing in front of different people. You might be in a different room or wearing a different outfit. Let all of that inform the choices that you make in your song or your monologue or your dialogue. It's fun to surprise yourself. Number 13 was a really good one. She says... She loves how auditions are almost like a self-check-in so you can see what did and didn't work for yourself. You guys know I keep an audition spreadsheet on my computer of all the people I've been in contact with in auditions, who I was in the room for, what I sang, what I wore, what I did, any adjustments. And something that has really helped me is that I always keep a spot in the audition journal to talk about whether or not the particular piece or song or monologue worked for me in that audition. If I'm trying out a new piece, did the accompaniment work right? If I've done it a couple of times and I feel like a bunch of different piano players are not playing it the way that I want it to sound, maybe it's something wrong with the music, or maybe it's the way that I'm communicating the music to the pianist. It's a self-check-in. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the reason why something is going a certain way. Likewise, what's working? 
Am I wearing a specific outfit that's making me feel so fierce? And I'm feeling like my auditions in that specific outfit are generally going better because I'm wearing that outfit? Or is a specific song being really well received by a bunch of different creatives? Treating auditions like a self-check-in are really important because you only learn from reevaluating your failures and also recognizing and building upon your successes. Number 14 is really nice, and it's the possibility of it all. You ever get that feeling auditioning for your dream show, whether it's a community theater production or a school show or a regional theater show or even a Broadway show, and you think, this audition could change my life. Now, you and I know that that's never a guarantee, but isn't it nice to know that one audition could change the course of your career or your life? It's possible. I've heard it happen. I've seen it happen. Just food for thought. And speaking of food, number 15 comes from a follower who says she loves treating herself after auditions. Now, let me be real with y'all. If I've been to three or four auditions in a day, you best know that I'm going to get something good and chocolatey to treat myself. Life is short. If you're doing hard work, if you're getting up early in the morning and you're going to auditions and you're putting yourself out there, reward yourself. You need it. It's hard to keep going if you don't reward yourself every now and then. And trust me, I know it's hard out there. I know. I hope these came as a source of inspiration for you at some point or another. I really, really enjoyed holding this cute little poll on Instagram, and I really enjoyed your responses. I got a bunch, and I wish I could share them all, but those were just a couple of my favorites and a couple that really stood out to me in one way or another. Some of them have even inspired how I'm going to look at auditions this upcoming week. But with that being said, we are going to conclude episode 23 of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. Wow, 23. If you've enjoyed this, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. I love it so much, and I would really appreciate it if you did so. If you feel so inclined, give me a shout out on Instagram or email me at maggie at actoraesthetic.com. If you're listening today and you are on Instagram, I would love it if you could screenshot that you listen to the podcast and share it on your Instagram stories because the more the merrier, you guys. It takes a village. I will see you next week. Bye.